Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome to Colbin Salim on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I'm Taslima Ali. I'm with you until for today. And alhamdulillah, um, our second last day. But we welcome, of course, Maulana Muhammad Ismail Tawfi. Assalamu alaikum, Maulana. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, Maulana, let's just tell everybody what we've been doing up until yesterday. Yes, so um, we were busy with uh, yesterday. We we spoke about um, Nabi Musa, السلام, the order that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Musa. Mm. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were explaining that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was sending two prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, you know, a very great enemy. In actual fact, he is such a great enemy to 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 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Jibaril. The day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala drowned Fir'aun, Jibaril was telling Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, oh, Nabi of Allah, you should have seen me on that day when Fir'aun drowned. I was busy kicking sand in his mouth just in case he wanted to utter words that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive him. You know, so then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also told Jibaril, Oh Jibaril, if Fir'aun uttered words seeking my forgiveness prior to that, I would have forgiven him. You know, so forgiveness in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is nothing. You know, but this shows, this also shows the, 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 the great enmity or, or, or anger that Jibaril had for, for Fir'aun because of the words that he uttered, Anna Rabbukum al-A'la, I'm your most high Lord. So imagine, you know, he's a great enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he's he's my enemy. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says two of his choices servants, you know, namely Nabi Musa and Nabi Harun. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, instructs them, Taslima. Allah orders them. Who is this? You know, if 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 I have a beef with someone, then um, now I, that's slang, Molina. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. everybody's thinking now. What does Molina have his own cow? If if I have a dispute with someone, yes, there we right, go. There we go. Okay, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Watch too much movies sometimes. <laughs> um, so yeah. when when if I have a dispute with someone, yes, uh, my wife, as I know her, I have a dispute with someone. She would immediately back myself up, you know. With the, you know, if, if if she should get a chance to speak on my behalf, she would flee in, you know, just vent at that person. How can say D and my man da 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 da, you know, because well, she knows her husband and that's how she feels, right? Mm. So now imagine Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is sending two prophets to his worst enemy. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders them. فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ لَيِّنَ لَعَلَّهُ يَتَذَكَّرَوْ Allah orders them, speak beautifully. Don't, don't go with harsh words. Don't go with, you know, uh, words that will make him feel, you know, 
I'm not worthy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. But then on top of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, perhaps with these beautiful words, perhaps he will think, perhaps he will reflect, you know, perhaps he will change his mind, perhaps he will fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, perhaps you will think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The question here is, Taslima, did Allah or did Allah not know that Fir'aun will never ever fear Allah? Allah is all-knowing. So He's all-knowing. So Allah knew that Fir'aun will never believe. Hmm. Knowing that, Allah still instructed the Nabi, two Nabis, go to Fir'aun and you speak to him kindly. Speak to him beautifully. And this, of course, is being relayed to the Nabi Muhammad So if you really think about it, it's also instilling us with that method and that etiquette and that mannerism. Exactly. Ah. You know, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us as Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like we said, Allah narrated the story to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what Allah told Nabi Musa alayhi sallam what he is supposed to do when he goes to Fir'aun but in the same time Allah is telling us you have an issue at work speak beautifully to the boss you know don't treat him like Fir'aun you have an issue at home with the wife or the husband speak beautifully you have an issue with the children speak beautifully perhaps by you addressing the matter in a beautiful way it might change their hearts. And there's so many times when people, when they are approaching a beautiful man, they start thinking, you know, look at this, subhanallah, he spoke nicely to me. So, you know, so when you bring everything down immediately, that person also decides, okay, I can't be angry at this person. Look at the way he's speaking to me. All that sunnah characters. Allah. Mm. You know, so. Applying what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the Anbiya, you know, if we apply it everywhere we go, then inshallah we might, you know, get success in what we're doing. You know, one father was saying, um, speaking about the way he disciplines, you know, his children, the way he disciplines his children, and he was saying, um, it was actually my brother-in-law, you know, he was saying that, um, when I when I I, I wondered something that I want to tell my daughter, she's about ten or eleven years old, and I was speaking to her in a beautiful way, explaining, breaking everything down, A plus A or a one plus one and A B C, and you know, making it very clear for. Her. She sat so quietly and she told me afterwards, Daddy, you know, you you spoke so beautifully to me now. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to listen to daddy. I'm going to do what daddy told me to do. Aww. You know, so just to show that if you start speaking beautifully, you will achieve better results. Yes. And, 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 and kids do hear you. Yes. We've been... We've been doing, um, I think it's Surah Taha, and Molina has yes. been using the example of Nabi Musa. Uh, yes. yes, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the Quran, mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about um, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Nabi Musa alayhi salam to uh, Fir'aun. Mm. You know, instructing him to speak with kindness. Mm. And we're just talking about um, maybe elaborating today again a little more on the the usage of the tongue. Yeah. You know, so... Um, can, I, can I say something? Yes. Now, mashallah, right? 
I, I'm sure that there's many like me listening now and saying that is a beautiful way. They, it makes so much sense. Yes, when people talk to me in a better tone, it goes better. Yes. But in that moment of beauty or when there's that upset, sometimes it's very hard for people. Yes, to control the tongue. To control the tongue and to control your emotions. Mm. So, Marlena, some guidance there. Um, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi I believe, so gave amazing. also some guidance on that when a person, you know, uh, gets in the mode of anger. Mm. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he knew obviously that um, anger is an emotion that you need to, everyone is experiencing it. Mm. Right? So he gave us some guidance when a person feels it is becoming angry, you know, how to deal with anger. So definitely believe me. The first thing that comes to mind is not the first thing you want to utter. You know, it is, wallahi, best to keep quiet. There's an incident when um, Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, uh, it's a well-known story. You know, Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, um, a Jew came to Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, and he was arguing with Abu Bakr, yeah, you this and you that and da 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 da, all these funny things he said to Abu Bakr radiallahu anh. And Abu Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was standing there the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time standing with Abu Bakr radiallahu and then Abu Bakr radiallahu he felt the need to defend himself. You know, emotions, yes. anger. Gets right? a bit of you. Yes. So he felt the need of defending himself, and he said, you know, da 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 da, this and that, and defending himself, in you know, justly. And then Abu Salam walked away. Abu Bakr, stand now. What's happening here? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he went to Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, Abu Bakr, when you were standing there not uttering a word, when you were standing there and not uttering a word, the angels were defending you. They were speaking on your behalf. But when you started opening your mouth, shaitan came, angels left, and I didn't want to be in the company where shaitan is present. So I left. You know, that's why I left well-known story you know in 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 many times by uttering words in moments of anger Nabi Salaam you know he said when you're angry you're standing you sit and when you sit you lay down and when you you know he gave us these steps you say but wallahi it is definitely in the best interest of the person when he or she is angry don't say anything or rather keep quiet Walk away, even though your emotions. You know, I, I had one one person saying that. You know how some people say Taslima, they 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 alarak blankwat. Yeah, ever heard that statement before? A person when he gets angry, yes, dan dan siela alarak blankwat. Yes, you know. Then they say that uh, doesn't matter how blind that mm. person becomes in the moment of anger. You put a gun between his two eyes, yeah. and then that anger disappears. <laughs> you know, so any amount of anger, a person has the ability to control it, but he chooses not to. It's always a decision that is made that I'm choosing to be angry. You know, so even though it's an emotional state that the person is in, you can actually decide to subside. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam many times when people angered him, his wives, etc., he would keep quiet, he would seclude himself, etc., but he wouldn't lash out. 
at the moments of anger, you know. And this is some things that we will regret on the day of Qiyamah, you know, the words that we utter. One father was teaching his son um, how to, to control his anger. And so he told his son, listen here, my son, each and every time when you get angry, you take this uh, hammer, you take this nail, and you eat it into that um, uh, hood there. You know, that board that I gave you. Every day when you got angry, you know, it, 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 you just eat those. So the father said, okay, afterwards, all of the nails, now you take it out. Take out all the nails. And so the father asked him, now what do you live with? He said, no, there's a lot of holes. So father said, um, this example is the example of a person whenever he gets angry, it's like him making holes in a board like this. Even if you apologize, the mark will still remain. You know, so when a person gets angry and he lashes out and he says something, the, the wife or the husband or the children, they will never ever forget the words that you uttered. You know, so it doesn't matter many times how, how hard you try to make up for these words that you've uttered. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ There's not a moment when you speak except that there's angels recording whatever you're saying. Whatever you're saying. And imagine how, how, how many people, you know, all the listeners out there, if all of them were present in the studio currently and they were, you know, talking, you know, like they normally talk, would they talk and, you know, and knowing that everyone is listening, mm. they would be more careful. So likewise, even more than that, when we're speaking in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and every day we're speaking in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, two angels presenting whatever we said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so we have a problem, you know, our Lord, our sustainer, the one who created us, the master of the day of judgment, he is, you know, recording every single word that you're uttering. And it will either be a testimony for you, or it will be a testimony against you on the day of judgment. So when becoming angry, it is something, you know, even though you believe it's hard to control your emotions, it is something that you can learn to control your emotions. Anything can be learned, you know, so even controlling your emotions, you start with the little things and start training yourself to control your emotions. Start with the small things that you see that upsets you, the small things in your life that upsets you. Then you start with that and try and control your emotions in that moment. What about those that will carry a tone and they don't even realize that they're being a little bit harsh when they do speak, Molina. Sometimes mm. it becomes so accustomed that it's part of people's personalities. Mm. So usually we would say Be yes. angry? Yes, you'll get, you know, people that are maybe a bit aggressive, that may be a bit arrogant. It's, isn't that like a smurf? Isn't there a smurf like that? Kraji smurf or angry smurf or something like that? Is, is it, it like that? Smurf? Angry, is angry it smurf. Angry? I don't know. I'm not good with the smurfs, but anyway. But in that way, so how do you actually then become conscious, conscious of the, of how you are towards people, the tone that you are taking? Am I speaking in a pleasant tone? You see, Nabi Muhammad mentions in the hadith that you were sent for the purpose of beautifying character. 
Nabi Muhammad he mentions in this, this is kind of the purpose of Ramadan. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send us Ramadan to make us more conscious, not of other people. You know, if I'm in Ramadan, I'm not more conscious of my neighbor and more conscious of, you know, the bad things in other people. I'm supposed to be more conscious of myself. You know, so the microscope should be on myself and not anyone mm. else. Mm. And this is what Ramadan, Ramadan, you know, opens reflection. up. Yes, it's a moment of reflection for yourself. You know, where you look at your shortcomings. If you know you have an anger issue, I mean, uh, a person can't say that, um, you know, they, let's say, as, as he means, if you see, if a lot of people have, have told you already before you know you're going on like a like a like a cow then turn around at least check and see you know if there's a tail and there's also Molina, everybody experiences anger at some level yes and it's something that we all should reflect on not only that person that we consider as Grouchy Smurf and Isarina got it for us. <laughs> but you know, anger itself is just it's just not a healthy a healthy emotion to be dealing with. Wallahi wallahi it is not. Mm. You take anyone in, you see, it has been glorified for us, Taslima, in the movies, in, you know, wherever we look at, you know, the angry one, even in cartoons, you know, the angry, the more angry you become, the more stronger you yes, are, and, you know. and nowadays angry is cool. It's, so. it's, it's like the thing, uh. you know, so people, they get misled thinking that to solve problems, mm. you, you need to be angry, you know, crouchy smurf, you know, like you were saying, so you, you otherwise nothing will be solved and that's not the reality you know the reality is the more angry you become the more you're not in control of your emotions mm. you know and check your blood pressure at that time oh my word anyone who's, who's extremely angry just check your blood pressure at the time you can have a stroke you can have a heart attack because of the anger the amount of anger that you you know some people they they say that you know such and such a person you know just infuriates me and makes me angry you know when i look at that person oh i can't take that person you know while that person is standing on the other side smiling and you know laughing and speaking to other people here on this side it makes your blood boil you know so at the end of the day you're making yourself sick you need to go to the doctor to go get some high blood pressure pills in these things and create a stroke and an enders in the hospital and because of anger issues. Mm -hmm. So truly it's not a healthy emotion. So when you look at it, uh, wallahi what you think you can achieve in, 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 you know, if you I need to be angry to sort this thing. I need to have emotions, angry emotions. Oh, I need to be angry to be taken seriously because some people think they'll only be taken seriously if they are a bit stern. And, 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 and I always say you know, in these moments, look at the character of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Was he a person like that? To be taken seriously? Woof, 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 woof. Did he go on like that? You know, he, he, he was kind and, you know, he took note of everyone. He was, you know, this gentle person. In, and in the world's best leader. Definitely. The world's best leader. Subhanallah. So, so we have about two minutes. Or so. so, 
you think back to to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs us when it comes to to the tongue mm. these various things like we said yesterday taslima you know one of the very first things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah hujarat you know is when information comes to us we need to verify it right mm. so that's one of the things we spoke about it yesterday you know and, and, and this is truly a sickness where people they can hear so many times that you know verify information verify information verify information hadith you just send around the saying and that saying and you don't know whether it's true and you don't care about verifying mm. you know they've heard it so many times they can be learned people they will send it around you know not verifying anything you know in 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 part of our deen is to verify mm. don't just judge anything and you know a person comes to you and says did you know that taslima did such and such and then you take what that person say and you spread it around mm. this is this is very unfair on the personality you don't know whether the per, uh, what the person said it's true whether it's your best friend also you need to verify don't spread news you know so Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his time uh, they say part of the Mufassirun they say part of the reason why this verse was revealed Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sent an individual to Kofit Zakah right? but then he saw the people like gathering in the in, in his village gathering you know and it, to him it appeared to to him like they hey, the means are gather here they're gonna try and attack me or something so he went back to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, saying, "You know that people there." So Allah subhanahu wa taala revealed this verse: "Ida jaakum, ya yuladina amanu in jaakum fasiqum bin nabiin fatbayyanu." Oh, you who believe, if a person comes to you with some information, verify this information. So when Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam went to this people, he found out, "No, we just want to welcome this person and give him our zakah. We didn't have any evil intentions." Maulana, let's just tell them what we're talking about so that everyone could give their full attention. Inshallah. We went to Surah, Surah Hujarat, and in the Surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a few advices. Um, and we've, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've, we've heard from our imams in many a times before these verses. But I would just like to, to read the verses uh, again, inshallah, just as a reminder, the importance of of um, guarding one's tongue. You know, seeing that we we spoke about Musa and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave him advice on how to use the tongue. So just a few other advices of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala on how to use the tongue. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Innama al-mu'minuna ikhwa." You know the believers, they brotherhood. فَأَصْلِحُوا بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ So you know, uh, bring unity between the brothers. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ And fear Allah so that Allah can have mercy upon you. And then all the things that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions after this is things that causes this unity. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, يَا يَوَلَدِينَ أَمْنُ لا يسخر قوم من قوم عسى يكون خير منهم أو يوه believe do not let one group amongst you mock another group عسى يكون خير منهم perhaps the group that you mocking Allah سبحانه وتعالى saying is better than you 
Wala nisa min nisa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further extends the ayat because this could have just gone for you know the is general uh, what's the name instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further extends it to make sure that no let me just include the women also here Right, so first the instruction for the men, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا نِسَا أُمِّن نِسَا إِنْ عَسَا أَيَّكُنَّ خَيْرًا مِّنْهُنْ And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And do not let a group from amongst you women mock another group, make fun of another group, ridicule another group. أَيَّكُنَّ خَيْرًا مِّنْهُنْ Perhaps, you know, the group that you're mocking is better than you. And this is many times... When you're looking at jesting, mocking, making fun of other people, you know, criticizing other people, it's merely the fact that you're thinking you're better than them. This is why you're making fun of a person's ear, you're making fun of a person's hijab, you're making fun of a person's beard, you're making fun of a person's clothing, you're making fun of his car, whatever the case may be, you're making fun of it is an indication that you are thinking what you have is better than that person. You know, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is discouraging, Allah is prohibiting us, do not do this. وَلَا تَلْمِزُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ وَلَا تَنَابَزُوا بِالْأَلْقَابِ You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, this uh, uh, um, uh, name-giving, many times this is, a, this is a, a common thing amongst our people where we give each other funny nicknames, you know. Do you have you, a nickname, Maulana? Um, <laughs> Uh, I actually, yes, kind of. I have, I have a nickname, you know. In in my area, I'm actually known as Bilal. Okay. You know? So my name is sure. Muhammad Ismail Tawfi, and in the nickname is Bilal. Um, and um, up until recently, I was I was quite fine with the name, you know. In uh, 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 the reason, I, I'm sure everyone in the studio they know why the name Bilal. Right, so yeah. um, the reason why I'm I was known as Bilal is because of the color. Right? I didn't yeah. think that actually. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe uh, well, of the other. Well, and I, yes, you know, that's you know, what I thought. It wasn't because of the other, and it was because of the color. Yeah. You know, so um, in the beginning, mm. in the beginning, I didn't have a problem with the name, mm. even though in the beginning. I didn't also like that they call me a name that is not my name mm. initially when it started. Yeah. I didn't say anything because, you know, it's your friends and your whatever, you don't want to disappoint people, so you just accept and go with the flow, etc. Right? So, in the initial stages and afterwards, I, I kind of got used to the idea, name Bilal, Bilal, everyone calling me Bilal. You know, so, um, then afterwards, you know, I started noticing, you know, and this is part of the reason why I, I started, you know, I don't call me Bilal. Mm. The reason being, when, you know, when people started reading the story or narrating Bilal radiallahu anh story or whatever, then everyone would laugh, you know, because, you know, of me and, you know, it's it's like a joke, you know, amongst friends, etc. So I said, this isn't fair to the Sahabi. You know, his life, he went through hardships, and because of me, you know, his, 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 his name is being made fun of, you know, his, his, his story is taken lightly, and, and, and everything aware that he went through was serious. So I started saying to people, you know, in the Juma, etc., you know, with the style, um, you know, rather call me Ismail. You know, leave the name below. Rather call me Ismail. I prefer Ismail. You know, so... 
um, people, you know, eventually got used to the idea, but in the area, I'm sure I'm still known as, as, as Bilal. So it's, you're it's, saying it's, it's we, really we shouldn't allow the change to our names then? Uh, no, if the person is fine with it, then Islam has no problem with the person with a nickname. Okay. If the person is fine with it. Okay, but so nicknames are allowed? It is allowed if, it, if the person is fine with it. Mm-hmm. But it's not allowed if the person is not fine with it. Well, just just an opinion, though. I think we all have such beautiful names, mashallah, which have such beautiful meanings. Yes. Or it's or it may be um, the name of a Sahaba or yes. somebody that has such a beautiful history. And I just think, you know what? It's such an honor. Yeah. To wear that name and wear that characteristic. Yes, yes, yes. No, when when it comes to 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 nicknames, definitely, you know, Islam tells us that uh, a nickname is allowed for a person if that person doesn't matter how beautiful the nickname is. If that person don't want that nickname, you don't give it to him. Mm. You know, so if 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 the person isn't happy with a certain name, then you don't call him by that name. You know, and this is what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says here: "Bi'salismul fusuk." Now bad is the thing that you do when you give a person a nickname. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking, you know, sometimes Akhiyo's namas was Angpal and Hopeless and Donkey and, you know, all of these funny nicknames, you know. So these are definitely even more inappropriate. So, yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us about, you know, giving nicknames to people that, that in many times, people, they, they form and shape their lives around this, you know, I'm seeing people tattooed names on them, mullahit and uh, all of these, you know, problem child and, you know, they start operating in that way. You know, yes, because it's like an affirmation. Yes. It's like when we make dhikr, um, uh, if the more we say la ilaha illallah, that, be- that that belief strengthens in our hearts. So Definitely. if you're going to do a nickname like that, you, then you, guess who's going to be the problem child? Exactly. Mm. He's going to tell himself, and this is what one one boy uh, told me once. You know, I used to help out at the, uh, um, what you call it, where truck addicts go to, uh, like rehab, a rehab, yeah. yeah. So one of the things that the youngster was saying is that um, the reason why I got into it also, I was known to be a khrivalaka boy, so I just wanted to act in that way, so I tried drugs, you know, Mm -hmm. because I was known for that, you know, so many times... So we shouldn't categorize people. Definitely. definitely. And even our children. So sometimes I don't get pneumonia. When when kids are small and they've done something, automatically our parents say, you're naughty. Yes. Now come on. You're supposed to be teaching that that's not appropriate. That's not the thing to do. Don't say you're naughty and then eventually get frustrated and that child's just naughty. And, 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 and I need to highlight the difference between mm. what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, in, it, just to distinguish, saying he's naughty and saying he did a naughty thing is two different things. Saying he's naughty is, is you inculcating in his mind, you, you're telling him, indoctrinating him to think, that, oh, okay, this would take me to us because he cussed out. Mm. You know, but um, to say that I just thought that it's angefangen. It's the same with saying a person is a, a addicted to drugs and calling him a drug drug addict yeah. is is two different things. Yeah. You know, when you say he's a drug addict, you're defining him to be that person, and he will always be that person. But if you are saying he's addicted to 
drugs, it's like, you know, okay, one day, inshallah, you will you will get over this, yes. this thing. And it, I can it, actually even hear that difference. You know, it, yeah. it, it doesn't define who you are. Yeah. You know, so calling a child stout mm. is one thing, uh, or, and, or rather saying he did something that is stout is two different things. You know, so, and, and it's, it's very important it's what like you just said. It's like a death penalty, actually. Ma? It's like, it's like, Putting if you, exactly what what she was saying, but now in English. So when you say it's naughty, mm. you naughty. That is who you are. That is what you seen as. Yes. Whereas you have just done something naughty. There's that um, you don't really want to do that. It's mm. something that's not okay. The action is inappropriate. Go. Exactly. Mm. And this is what we need to separate from the kid that the act that you did. Is not appropriate. Yes. Not you. You the problem. Yes. You know. So we creating in the child's mind that you know you the problem and not the act. Mm. You know. And in many times when you know Imam Khatnari I used to you know goes to a person's house. Maulana kanala jamut parat me dikan u aisha livenda kshaitan dikan. Oh my. Ya Allah parat oh, no. sa <laughs> You know. And. You know what that does to a child when when he's told in by the you know parents wallahi children it's look up to parents children look up to parents taslima the their role models their superheroes is their parents to to be you know um um uh, sometimes they do this naughty naughty things for attention yes yes but can you imagine the one that you're looking up to is 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 insulting you in front of a lot of people you know what what it does to that child it you know teaches that child also to do the same exactly mm-hmm. exactly you know so we we should stop doing this you know when imam akum or other people when other people get to the house and you know then then they are told listen you uh you know we 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 breaking the child's mind you know so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know gave us the kids allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the children in order to to shape their minds and not to break them down subhanallah well malana we have to still take ads it looks like it's come to the end of our segment for today is there anything you'd like to say in closing in closing inshallah um there's there's still a lot to 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 say concerning the tongue however in closing you know when it comes to children always encourage them in public Always have positive things praise to say. And encourage yes, them. praise and encourage in public. When you need to, you know, scale them out or whatever, do it privately. In fact, not only children, all relationships. Uh, definitely. Whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband. Definitely. Praise them. In public. They're yours. Yes, They're yours. Yes, yes. Well, Marlena, shukran so much. Of course, it's been enlightening as usual. And inshallah, we look forward to tomorrow's session. The last one. Inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Shukran, Marlena. Sound